<laughs> I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do like it taking like a bong grab. <laughs> Go. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for another week or another day of conversation with film Pete. I got my sidekick, my my Robin to my Batman, my Wonder Woman to my Wonder Woman. I got Pete over here. Um, what's I'm, up, Pete? How you doing, man? What's up, man? I'm the I'm the peas to your carrots. Peas and carrots. Peas <laughs> and carrots. Uh, man, I'm. You know what? I'm hanging out there. Um, uh, I'm hanging out. About to be feeling a lot better. I haven't smoked any weed today. I'm about to. And I hope I go to work today, man. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I really hope I go to work. Um, I haven't been to work since um, Thursday was my last day of work. Um, no, Wednesday. I'm sorry. Last Wednesday was my last day of work. Um, I've been out of work, man. It's not that I've been out of work. You know, I've been having to stay home because of my, my foot. Like I was telling you, I got a got an infection in, in my in my right toe. And for those of y'all don't know, which I'm sure y'all do, you know, I'm diabetic, and anytime, anytime I get a cut or anything like that, it just, it just doesn't heal as 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 it's supposed to because I'm diabetic, you know. And when I went in there on Thursday, they really carved it out pretty good. I've been going every week, man, every week, and then this time they're like, "You're gonna have to take some days for this one." Wow, wow, that's crazy. And then I go back to work and work's like, well, how is it? I mean, is it is it closed? Because it's a wound, you know, and, and I'm in water and, sh- and shit like that. And, and I can't really, you know, like I've told you, you know, diabetics, you know, depending on how bad it is, you can't really feel the bottom of your feet. You know yeah. What I'm saying? And that's kind of how it is with me. So, I mean, my feet get wet, you know, they get dirty. I just can't really do that right now while it's still got the wound. For the most part, it's it's... Looks like it's closed all the way. I'll know a little bit soon or here later if it's if it's still draining anything. It was still draining, then I gotta kind of hang back another day, you know. Um, but I want to go to work, man. I'm just it's boring at home sometimes. I just want to work. <laughs> well, you know, with me, you know, I just no, I, I like it. the I interaction. Get it, you know I, get it, I get it, man. I get it. I just, it's so boring. There's only so much. So much. No, I get it. You know, there, uh, my buddy right now, his name's Wade. Uh, yeah, we've, we've actually had Wade on the show. He, uh, yep. we were going to go to Disney World this, this next weekend. And, uh, we had to cancel it because he, he shattered his elbow. And, um, we won't be able to go, which I'm kind of bummed about. But, um, I just want him to get better. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> He uh he didn't have any health insurance. What? Yeah, cause he uh he recently left his his uh recent job and uh it's been a it's been a shit show, man. It's been a shit show just for him to even like talk to like the doctors or even insurance saying like, hey, you still have health insurance? Like, there's a health insurance called Cobra, um, where like you get insurance for like just like a I think it's like six months after you leave your job or your job fires you or whatever. One of those two. Um, and he said, they say it's like active. Then they call and they're like, it's not active. So he's been like battling 
going back and forth with these health insurance, the doctors, uh, everything just to even just try to get a, uh, a, a appointment for his surgery for his elbow. His elbow is literally shattered. Like I went and saw him the other day and that dude's elbow is so fucked. It's ridiculous. Um, but like he said, he's he's been on the phone for about eight hours a day almost for like the past week. And they're still like giving him such a hard time. So like if, you know, anybody who has any sort of medical condition, I feel for you. <laughs> I feel for you. You know, that's a lot of bullshit you got to go through just to even get any sort of help or um, being seen or, you know, it, it's it's rough. It's rough. Our healthcare right now is just not the best. It's kind of kind of shitty. Oh, if if anybody knows about it, brother, it's me. You know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had to have surgery before. I've had surgery before with and without insurance. And I've been that guy that's experienced, you know, like the one when I had um, abscessed on my, I want to say it was the last one, last one on my bottom of my cornhole. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, That one, I had just started my new gig and I didn't have any insurance. So with that one, I mean, I was a week or two in into my new gig, and that's when I got that one, and I didn't have insurance. And that one, I actually experienced the wait. He doesn't have insurance. This has got to wait till later. They told they told me that. They told me that um, because it was uh, it wouldn't be within the doctor's working hours. It would be outside the doctor's working hours. I mean, so in a sense, I mean, I can see on how that I can see on why they would do that. I mean, I'm sure if it's outside the hours, it can bill a little bit differently for a non-insurable patient. I'm guessing who the fuck am I? Yeah. But at the end of the day, but I had to experience that, you know, and I didn't have insurance. And then I've had surgery when I've had insurance. You know, I've had abscess drain when I have insurance and it's first come first serve or not first come first serve, but they roll out the red carpet. You know what I'm saying? And it's a shitty system, dude. Like, remember here recently, not too long ago, I told you my son was sick? Yeah, yeah. Well, I took him to the emergency this w- one day. I think I said it on the podcast. I had to take him to the emergency room, and it's because he threw up, and he is when he had that massive ear infection. Yeah, yeah. That, the nasty ear infection. So when I went, we had gotten new insurance cards. His mom has them. I took him. I was like... I thought they would have him in the system. They didn't. I said, "All right, I'll just I'll, I'll bill me and I'll 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 send the insurance number. You know, I'll call them and I'll give them the insurance number." They said, "All right." When we went in, they gave my son ibuprofen, liquid ibuprofen for kids, and they gave him a prescription for the antibiotics. Do you want to know how much that was? Now it wasn't drastically expensive, but that visit. I was there for 45 minutes, cost me $425. Yeah. $425 is what they would have billed me if I didn't have insurance for my son. Yeah, 100%. I could see that. Four and a quarter. Now, to some people that not, you know, that that's nothing cuz it's something you know, because it's something in the medical field. Normally you hear doctor bills being like 10000 100000 80000 This was four and a quarter, which, granted, it's not crazy, crazy expensive. But I'd like everybody to realize 
how much that cost me per minute. I was in there for no more than 45 minutes. They said, oh, baby, you're sick. Yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure he's got an ear infection. They basically told me before we sat down, you know, as we're walking to sit down. And sure enough, he had an ear infection. I mean, the longest, I waited longer to see them than obviously seeing them. Yeah. I mean, seeing them only took eight or nine minutes. Waiting took about half an hour. You know what I'm saying? So when when you think about that, Think about somebody who makes $30,000 a year and doesn't qualify for any state assistance and they got three kids. You think four, you think four and a quarter is going to hurt their pocket? You goddamn right it is. It's going to hurt a lot. It's going to kill them. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that, that's kind of where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm ranting. I'm only fucking like this much of the joint in. Oh, man. I better get back to it. So, no, no, uh, but but I, I agree. I agree, you know, and thank God that I've had insurance my whole my whole tenure, um, my whole tenure of my life. Um, I haven't I haven't felt what it's like. Ah, well, no, that's a lie. There was a there was a brief gap. I would say like four or five years where I was, you know, doing my, you were good, doing my you were science business. Younger. Living on the edge, not really worrying about nah, your health. dude, I was I was bad. I was in bad shape. That was probably the worst. That was probably the worst part of my life. Is that period of time, health wise, I was in my worst shape of my life. Mm. At any moment, there would probably I probably should have died during that time. Like that time is the time that my body should shut down and just be like, "Fuck you, Phil, you're dying." Um, but I didn't. Thank thank the Lord or thank whoever's looking over me. Um, but it it was, it, I, I don't get it, you know, like when I need insurance, um, you know, it, it's kind of like that when you need insurance, you don't have it, but when you have insurance, you don't need it. <laughs> it's kind of like TV. People are like, I don't fucking need TV, but I want TV. It's kind of the same bullshit, <coughs> but it, it, same bullshit. it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that we have to pay that much for, for just to stay healthy are land of the free um but it ain't no free it's it's a ba- it's a big business and that's what it is and that's what people have to realize our healthcare system is a business cuz i mean yeah at the end of the day everything's a business but it's more of a business than to help people well remember that picture that picture that's on our page i don't know if you right. remember that picture on our page but the picture on our page for for our listeners who haven't seen our page recently, Adventures with Phil and Pete on Facebook, um, we have a we kind of have like a cool I wouldn't say cool, but it's a it's interesting it's an interesting post. A patient cured is a customer lost. Let that sink in for a moment. A patient cured is a customer lost. Fucking deep. So what do you think they're going to do? They're going to just <clears throat> just that bay enough to be okay, but they're going to always make sure we're sick because we'll always come see them for more. And that's what we are. We're the money part. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing with me because it's a business, you know, like I've been for the longest time, not the longest time, you know, but for well over a year, me personally, I did vein treatments on my legs that was told would would improve, 
and I think it was it was I was just cycle being cycled through the system to have some money forked over to these businesses. It was disgusting. You know, I did I did I did vein treatments for my legs and you know, you're talking about sticking a fucking catheter you know, all the way in all the way into my thigh and shit. You know, it's like, you know, doing these, you know, two three times straight a week, you know, for months straight. And I think personally, I was just being being tossed around, just kind of, you know, giving money to all these places, you know, billing my insurance, billing the insurance, billing the insurance, and I'm just being sent, and I'm not getting fixed. The only thing that seems to not fix, the only thing that seems to help me tolerate any type of nerve pain or anything like that is this uh, this flower right here that I'm smoking like crazy. So yeah, but what's nice about the flower is that it just it calms everything in your body's nerves. You know, and, yeah, it calms and- me down overall, not just the nerves; it's my body, and that's that's the thing that I love, and that's what I like to tell everybody. I didn't mean to interrupt you because I want everybody to understand this. Because I had a conversation with somebody at work. They were questioning on the whole cannabis, you know. And I just have to tell them, I have to, you have to understand that cannabis, I mean, as far as I know, hasn't quite cured anything. Yeah, it cures like nausea and stuff like that. But like an actual disease, I don't know. Do you know of anything that it's cured? I know it's, I know it's contained certain, certain issues. But certain I, issues. I haven't heard it. I've heard it calm, you know, like um, people with epileptic seizures. I've heard it calm epileptic seizures. Um, you know, I've heard um, it's maintained or given stability for like cancer patients. You know what I mean? But like, doesn't I fix it. Doesn't fix it, but it's it makes you feel not as thick and. Shitty. makes you just shitty you know like maybe there's a possibility that you might come out of this alive type feeling which is always great when you have cancer you know like you don't know if it's it because it. normally most of the time most of the time i feel like people who have have cancer that just say fuck it i'm gonna die anyway are the ones that die the fastest um the ones who at least try and fight and and try to find a way to stay in a positive body feel like they fight it or feels like they get out of it, get out of that cancer, um, which is sometimes that's all you need is just a positive body. And that's what, that's what THC marijuana causes or, or provides you, you know, a positive body versus it being just so destroyed, negative and hurt inside, you know, like if, <laughs> if your body can at least be positive, your mind will follow and your mind is a powerful thing. You know, like your mind is so powerful that you could do whatever you want. You could change the whole world with your with your mind. You could literally create a whole organization with. You know, you can create where it all starts. It's it's all with your mind. So powerful. Absolutely powerful. Yeah. And that's one thing, you know, and I want to second that the the mind is super powerful. And whenever, you know, like in the sense of like cancer, when people have a, you know, a disease of some sort. You know, when they go down that spiral of of thinking and telling themselves, well, I'm going to die anyways, well, I'm going to die anyways, they do die faster. I mean, they're not enjoying their time. Their body's deteriorating. They're not appreciating the time that they have. And it flies and their their body just gives up. I mean, having that mentality. So I'm, I'm behind you 100%. 
You know, and speaking of that, though, you sent me a picture just a while ago, and I caught a glimpse of it, and I fucking said, oh, my God, let's just start this shit. But you let's talk to everybody what you sent me, and I'm going to open this shit up. So I'm going to start off with this with this um, precedent, I guess. Um, this This person, this person was probably beginning of my hockey childhood. Which I absolutely enjoyed the Mighty Duck. I absolutely loved the Mighty Duck. Uh, Charlie Conway, Goldberg, Banks, uh, you know, uh, Gee, Gee, Gee um, the little, uh, you know, every everything when you think about the Mighty Ducks, it comes, you know, just makes you feel so. So uh, I got, I was kind of just flipping through Smart News, and I I saw this saw this post that said the Mighty Ducks. Goaltender, aka Goldberg, arrested again, and I was like, "Oh man, you know, I know he's been going through a hard time." You know, Sean Weiss, and um, and I looked at him, and I looked at the picture, and this guy is so bad. He, it's it is so sad where he has spiraled down to. He has spiraled down to absolutely. Nothing. I can't even recognize him. And I'm trying to recognize him. I'm trying really hard to say, hey, you know what? That's that's Goldberg in there. But I don't see it at all. And just kinda like just kinda like what me and Pete just talked about, you know, positivity, people being around you, even around you is positivity. You know, this gentleman right here, Goldberg, aka Sean Weiss, lost everything every ounce of posi- positivity around his around his realm of people like this guy got um let's see he was rummaging through um a resident's parked car and displayed symptoms of being under the influence of methamphetamine um this guy was he he looks so bad he looks literally on unrecognizable like absolutely recognize unrecognizable you go back to when he looked like goldberg and then you go back to his picture now, and you're just like, it almost brings me to tears. Brings me just to like sad, thinking about like how could nobody want to help this? You know, like if if I could, and I had the I had the will or not the will, I had the, the will the the means, I would absolutely help this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um. You know, it, it's super sad. There was one that recently came out. LeBron was helping his former teammate, the guy that's bipolar. Yeah, yeah. Um, that video just recently released. There was a video of him, but um, you might want to search to find his name. But that one was super, super bad because he's bipolar. And both of these are terrible situations. Terrible. I mean, when you think of – when you think of the – when you – Back in my day growing up, when I heard the word goalie, I automatically thought of Goldberg. I automatically thought of the goalie's a big guy because he's got to block the goal. That's what I always told myself. All because of the Mighty Ducks, you know what I'm saying? And it, this is pretty rough, you know, to, to see. Um, Sean, Sean Weiss. Sean Weiss. Weiss. Um, but, yeah, I mean, meth, it's – but it goes to show, I mean – and that doesn't, I don't want to say goes to show, but 
I mean, you can really see on how somebody's life can spiral downhill. You know, this kid looked like growing up seeing Mighty Ducks one, two, and three. I mean, those were fucking, those were the movies, man. Those were dope. It looked like that kid had a promising future, funny, possible comedian. But, you know, look at him now. And that's sad. You know, that's real sad. I really hope um, he's able to catch a break. Even at 41, it's never too late to at least have some kind of sunshine in your life. Um, Never too late for that. And I, I hope he gets the help because that's sad to see. Well, another one, just like you just told me, P, and I totally forgot about this man. Um, and this is why he's in trouble now. So I apologize. Um, Delonte West. Delonte West was a uh, basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, he recently just had a video surface where he was getting beat up. Um, and somebody came up to him and was like, what the hell? You know, like, what's going on? This guy, Delonte West, I don't know if you know, know what Delonte West used to look like, but Delonte West does not look like Delonte West in this video. Delonte West looked like uh, a strong, you know, strong basketball player. You know, this guy, this guy was one of, one of a good ones. He was a good, I would say good six man, a six man off the bench, you know, and now this guy was just completely deteriorated by methamphetamine. Um... And I'm not saying like we're we're talking about drugs. That's not the thing we're talking about. We're more talking about the mental health part. Mental oh, health, mental, <laughs> mental health is so important. And and you know when when you see somebody who's struggling like that, the drugs are what numbing them having to deal with what they're dealing with. It has nothing to do with oh they're a drug addict. They're a drug addict. No more. Let's let's question. Hey, what's going on with their life? Is everything okay? Versus you drug addict. Versus hey, stop smoking that. Versus hey, hey, no, why don't we always ask these people? Is there anything I could do for you to help you feel or think in a better headspace? But we don't. Very unfortunate that we don't. It's always just stop smoking that shit. Stop smoking that shit, or stop doing what you do. It's never. Why is it that you're doing this? Because there's a reason why. Correct. There's a reason why. And uh, Delante West is bipolar. Yes, he is bipolar. I mean, so you're talking, you know, and it's it's known that he's bipolar, you know, by doctors and so forth. So you're already, you're already, when you hear the word bipolar, I don't think people understand or realize how serious that is. You think you ever get frustrated with yourself? A bipolar person, there's at least two people in there. Maybe three. Maybe three, maybe even fucking more. You have never, you have no idea. And somebody who has, somebody who's bipolar, I mean, why wouldn't they want to feel good? Man, I bet you anything, everybody would fucking enjoy the feeling of meth. They just don't do it because they know how bad you'd fucking end up. I bet you everybody would enjoy the feeling. Who wouldn't want to fucking just... Okay, maybe not everybody, but I'm just saying, who wouldn't want to just be mellow? I don't know. Maybe that's what it does. But what I'm trying to say is there's a reason, just like you said. There's a reason it's done. The mental health, I hope as a country, even celebrities, if they hear, attack the mental reason of why this is happening to the person you know. There's got to be a reason. I bet Goldberg, if he just got work, I bet if he was just on work on a set somewhere, like the old days. He probably could have stayed clean. Yeah. 
or even just somebody just be like, hey man, let's let's go for a hike, or hey man, let's 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 do yoga, or hey man, let's clear our mind and and not think about all the negative shit that's going on right now. You know, like the reason that me and Pete started this podcast in the first place is, unfortunately, my buddy over there was not in a good headspace. We needed we needed to figure out a way to open up our our mind. Did. And look it, we're already 100 episodes deep. We talk every day. And I don't know if it's helping, but I believe it is. You know? I and I, I appreciate it. But, you know, that's that's the kind of things that a friend will do you know, to help somebody who's not in a good headspace. And I think that everybody needs a friend like anybody. Anybody, like I said, anybody, I've said it a million times. Anybody just wants to talk. We're here all the time. We can podcast and talk about it. Sometimes that's yeah, all you need to do. That's all you need to do is just talk. And it doesn't so even have to be. to hear yourself too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you and that's and sometimes that's not all it is. You don't even want to talk about what you're going through. You want to talk. You don't even have to talk about what you're going through. You just want to talk. Fuck. I agree, and I love you for starting this. Phil didn't have to twist my arm too much. Well, he did for a hair, but it wasn't. It it took us. It was real quick for us to get going, and we never stopped. You know what I'm saying? So, and I hope it doesn't. We hope it takes off. If it takes off, it takes off. You know. If it doesn't, we'll just keep talking and recording it and letting you guys tell us how shitty we are. (laughs) Always. Hey, hey, Phil. Um, are you clear of the Corona over there? Corona V. Corona V. Dude, here's the funny part about that, and I laugh about this, is because every time, and so there's there's actually a worried group of people that actually think the reason that the coronavirus is actually the coronavirus is because people are drinking too many Coronas. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the there, fuck up. There's a are legit there's a legit concern on the web that people are actually saying that the coronavirus was caused by corona. Idiots. Idiots. It is so great. It is literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But the coronavirus is nothing to to like not put it to the side. It is very scary. The coronavirus is very scary. Um, I, the reason I think it's kind of scary, especially is we, uh, there is definitely a case here in Colorado, Lakewood, Colorado, um, that dummy left before they contained it over there Been in Colorado for how long? I don't know. Um, but he's in Lakewood, Colorado. They already contained him. They already locked him. But, uh. It's it's crazy, man. Like all over China, you know, people are even saying like it's the Chinese. They're trying to take us out. You know, like it, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird stuff. And see, that's that's what goes back to being a has such a powerful mind. If somebody creates such a a mind a mind game of hey, you're gonna die because you get in contact with someone who has a coronavirus. And then you start worrying yourself. Then you you say you contacted it, and then you die. I didn't even contact it. You killed yourself probably. Um, the crazy yeah. thing is, through like symptoms, you know what I'm saying. See, somebody can think like, ah, oh, it's just a a little cold. I'm gonna take Tylenol or ibuprofen, and then bottles. Next thing you know, they're fucking 
in the ER and they have the Corona V. But that's, you know, it's, it just goes to show on how shit can spread. You know, once they really contain it, I really like to find out, you know, what caused it or what started it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if this is, I haven't really looked into the coronavirus. Me personally, I just looked into the numbers like a few days ago. Now, like a few days ago, there was like 2,000 infected and like 50 people had passed from it and it already spread down into in the in the Colorado. I knew that one. But I don't know if has there been any more people pass from the virus? There's been millions in China. Uh, not millions. It's been thousands. Thousands? Thousands. You got a number? I, I don't. Uh, I'm actually, I'll get you that here in just a But I'm going to tell you how it started. Okay, go ahead. The new coronavirus is believed to have merged from illegally traded wildlife at a seafood market in Wuhan. Although bats have been named in recent research from China as a possible source of the virus, bat soup is not particularly commonplace in the country and the investigations into exact origins. At first, people were saying it was a bat. Somebody was buying an illegal bat, eating it, started. Um... And that's that's just how it went. But you know, it's kind of interesting about that. I don't. Do you remember that movie that was like the one Contagion. that started with like um, the bat and the pig? Contagion. Contagion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I love. I was about to say that. Nah. That 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 like that kind of scares me a little bit. You know, like Dude. if we could get to that point, if we could definitely get to that point, because it's the reason I say like it's kind of scary is like it's it's all done through um. Um, it's it's a lung it's a lung infection. So like, if you just cough once, and you have it, you just pass it to the next person, next person, next person, next person. Oh, PJ got the Bob Marley. Dude, it scares you. I know it scares you, Phil. Especially you, because you know why you're in the. It's like you're in the dick middle. You're like the you're like the fucking dick hole. Of the, of the U.S., oh, yeah. I feel like you're right there in the center, you know. So I, I feel not not dead right in the center, maybe like a crooked dead hole, but you're in the center. So I think I think if anything's gonna pass through, like if it spreads, you're getting hit. You know, you're gonna get hit no matter what. And um, contagion, yes, that's the first thing that I thought of. It's such a good movie too, you know. But it was crazy. Not everybody in that. In that movie, and I bet that's the same case here, not everybody gets infected with it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. You know, and there's a lot of right now, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of information. And are we no, there's a lot of stuff going on with this virus right now. Um because they've 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 said that they've had um, cures for it already. People are still dying. Um, there are some people who've actually gotten better from it. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's just so much. So like, um, I'm going to send you this article here, Pete, which you're actually going to enjoy. Cause I know you like it, reading through, um, stuff that are like, um, kind of like just bombing, bombing the misinformation, you know, stuff like that. You like, I know you like information. Um, I just found this on the good old BB. Um, there's a full article. There's a big article that just came out today. Um, 
talking about um there has been some misinformation so like more than a hundred people have now been killed by the coronavirus so not thousands there has been lots of people um who've gotten sick from it but only a hundred people died so as you can see just from me providing my information from what i've heard to now actually looking at this article uh, i've i've changed my tune as you um, and that's that's where people get scared. It's those numbers are like, oh my god, and then you actually go in and check out you know, what people are, what the real information. Is. <clears throat> you almost feel a little bit better. No, you know you're right. No, no, and, and but one thing though is what I still think is definitely severe because what people have to realize is these are people that are just like confirmed cases. Remember, this is a flu-like symptom type of virus itself. So I believe that there's probably at least half of those individuals, at least half of that amount, are still not even diagnosed or left out of the equation. Yeah. I still feel. Because these places are fucking loaded, dude. These places are packed, you know? There's a lot of big population around these places. So oh, yeah, like Hong Kong, China, <coughs> those places they are loaded with loaded with yeah. people. Um and you know, there's it was it was it was weird. I th- what was that a last virus that popped out? Um was one here recently. Ebola. Yeah, Ebola. No, no, no you're Ebola? right, Ebola. No, no. So Ebola popped up here in Colorado too. And people are like, oh, these people are going to the Apple stores and getting people sick. And I was like, motherfucker, I work in an Apple store. You know, so it's like, if we, if I'm now doing this podcast, I've, I've, uh, no, I've calmed myself down when I hear people say a bunch of shit. I'll go find my information. If I don't, I'm just getting scared like everyone else. Boom. Boom, bitch. Boom, bitch. So all I'm saying, everybody who's listening, everybody who likes to listen to our podcast, please, before getting scared, read into everything. Don't believe everything you see on Facebook. <laughs> and, and yeah. Please make Phil and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Oh, shit. What a talk. We're gonna end it there, suckers. Fuckers. I'm super stoned. I got. I gotta get ready. I have lunch with Boo here shortly. That was a great conversation. So, Thanks for joining me today, man. Of course, always good talking, brother. Yo, Friday's right around the corner. Oh, it's gonna be a good one. Wednesdays Ooh. today. Wednesdays today. You'll get the same episode as last week. I uh, nope. I'm tired. Boom. Replay. Replay. You can always find me, Fuck Phil, Universal Language, and Eastland 5. You can always catch this guy, Fat Fish. Drops absolutely nothing. Boom, nothing. I check Fisherman on my Instagram. But, That's my new logo to go to. But if you do want to see Pete just drop a bunch of memes, bank ass memes, donor memes, go to Adventures Phil and Pete. That's, That's where fine. it's all at. Uh, that is Pete's because he is the talent. I'm just telling Everyone, have a great day. Have a great rest of the week. And fucking dance like no one's watching. Boom, bitches. Bye. Bye.